<laughs> Welcome to All Things D&D's Story. Welcome to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons and Dragons stories with you every two days. Now, party pays the ultimate price for saving the world from an ancient dragon. Hi everyone. All Things D&D is back with another story. Sometimes, saving the world comes with the greatest price of all. But that's why we are heroes. Tell us your epic tales of victory and sacrifice after listening to this one. I am no veteran player to the D&D world. I've only been role-playing for about two years now, and usually in private sessions with my dad as DM, who is an OG player, my friends, and my brother. This story of ours takes place in the Forgotten Realms, just to make names a bit easier for my brother who is newer than I am. He has read the Legend of Drizzt series, and my dad wanted to help him out a little. My character was an Ozamar paladin named Yggdris. We only had two other characters in our party, my brother's half-elf wild mage and a goliath druid named Uthal. We had run these characters through a low-level campaign before, and where we currently stood, we were level 11. Our party had recently come into contact with an ancient artifact that held immense power. It was a green orb that looked like an eye. The power emanating from the orb had awoken an ancient green dragon named Razik. He followed our party wherever we went, trying to take possession of the orb, and we had no clue as to why the terrifying creature wanted it so badly. Until we wound up at a powerful priest's temple. This priest patched us up because we had recently had a near-death run-in with the dragon, and he recognized the orb. He said it was a terrible artifact, with the power to summon and control any chromatic dragon on the prime material plane, and Razik was seeking it so that he could rule the material plane. So our primary objective became the orb's destruction. The priest told us our best hope to find knowledge was to seek out the wisdom of an Empyrean named Thrym. Thrym was the son of my patron deity, Tyr. We were told he was at the peak of the mountains that loomed behind the temple, and we should search there. So our party fought our way up the mountain even encountering a beholder that was nesting in the foothills. Eventually, with major help from the druid and a few cold-resistant magic items, we came across a storm giant village where we were taken in. We rested there for the night, and the chief told us Thrym was the protector of their village against threats that even they could not defeat. He told us we could find him at the very top of the mountain, where the wind blew fiercely and the cold was crippling. Luckily for us, Uthal had prepared Windwalk, and we flew to the top of the mountain to see nothing. The sorcerer and I were looking around, finding nothing, but the druid, who had just made a nat 20 on his intelligence check, stared in awe. What? I asked, confused. You don't see that? He said in a whisper. Don't see what? The massive palace. With that, he began to walk forward and disappeared into the side of the mountain. Still confused and a bit scared, the rest of us followed, and when we passed through the mountain, we indeed saw a glorious castle, and in the center of the courtyard was a man by an old log cabin, chopping wood. We seek Thrym, I said. Who is we? The man asked. We are in dire need of aid. The fate of the realm is at stake. He looked at us with cold eyes and said, The realm, you say? Very well, come in. And he motioned toward his cabin. We stepped inside as he was pouring us drinks, and by now we had all begun to catch on, and he realized this. My form is not what you expected? He asked. Not exactly, I replied. Immediately after the words left my mouth, my head was filled with a flash of light and burning pain. Is this more of what you expected? I do not believe in such vulgar displays of power. I could barely nod as I reeled from the godly energy that just racked my brain. You have come to deal with the orb, yes? We stared at him in surprise. 
Well, I wouldn't be much help if I didn't know why you came, now would I? We all nodded. How can we destroy it? The sorcerer eventually asked. Well, that question is easier to answer than you might think. The very thing that seeks this stone's power is the very thing that can destroy it. The breath of an ancient dragon. We all froze, because we realized what this meant. The three of us must take on the massive green dragon, and one of us would have to be blasted by his poisonous breath to ensure the safety of our realm and the destruction of the orb. I will do it, the druid said. He volunteered because he was the only one of us immune to poison, so against him, the dragon's breath did nothing to him. Rest for the night, Grim said. Tomorrow return to the priest. He will know what you must do and how to prepare. When we awoke the next morning, I walked out of the cabin to see the druid talking with what appeared to be an elf. They looked over at me, and the elf handed the druid a scroll and disappeared. Once we were all prepared, the druid once again cast Windwalk, and we surged back toward the temple. We landed, and the priest was waiting, but something in his face told us something was wrong. What is it? The sorcerer asked. Razik has destroyed the city neighboring our temple. I'm afraid we are out of time. We all shared a look of sorrow, and felt the weight of those lost lives on our shoulder. Fortune is on our side, friend, I said. We have learned of a way that will allow us to destroy the orb and the beast at the same time. His eyes brightened a bit as he looked up. Very well, but it must not be here. I know of a place I can send you there. It is far away from all other people. That is where you must call him. We prepared our things and went to the priest's chambers, where he had drawn a teleportation circle. Silently, we stepped inside and I put the orb in my bag. We nodded and looked around one last time. Instantly, we appeared on a barren tundra, no mountains or anything in sight. I took the orb out of my pack and looked to my friends, who I had been adventuring with for so long. Well, my friends, this is to be our last battle. I'll say it's been a good run and an honor to serve with you both. They both stated the same. I took the orb in hand and raised it above his head and screamed, Razik, come here to face your doom! The orb pulsed brightly for a moment, then faded. I passed the orb to Uthal and clasped his massive arm tightly. The gesture conveyed more than words ever could. He understood the amount of respect I had for him and the burden he must now carry. Moments later, we see on the horizon a massive green arm erupt out of the ground. The dragon had just failed its teleportation spell. We watched in awe and horror as two massive wings unfurled and beat fiercely as they raised the massive creature up into the air. Our sorcerer began casting his defensive spells. The dragon began climbing higher and higher and then folded his wings in and dive-bombed our party. The DM told us all to make wisdom saving throws, which we all failed, and the world went black. Moments later our eyes opened and we were in a massive cave. Green gas oozed from cracks in the walls and the stench of death hung thickly in the air. Two green eyes flashed and the massive head of the dragon surged out of the darkness. If you will forgive me for bringing you here... I prefer the comfort of my home to the cold tundra, the dragon said. Its thunderous voice echoed off the charred cavern walls. What do you want, foul creature? I shouted. A deal. If you submit to me and give me the orb, I will let you live, and you can be kings in this new world I plan to create. My shoulders shook as I began to laugh. What, just give you the orb so you can summon your kindred and lay waste to our homes? I think not. It would be a disgrace to everything I stand for to even consider. The dragon sighed in exasperation. Mortals and their foolish beliefs. Very well, then you will all die as fools. We rolled for initiative, and Uthal managed to go first. He wild-shaped into an earth elemental, and we saw him raise the orb above his head with his stubby rock fingers. The dragon unleashed its venomous breath that engulfed the orb and the druid. 
I shielded my eyes against the flash of bright green light. I blinked away the swimming lights burned into my eyes as the dust settled. The dragon was laying on the ground unconscious, and the druid was nowhere to be seen. The sorcerer and I were worried about our friend, but we realized that we had to take advantage of our situation. We began to blast the dragon with all manner of spells and attacks we had, all the while looking for our missing friend. Eventually, the dragon drug itself up off the ground and began to make its attacks against the sorcerer and I. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time! Ha 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 ha!